0: Laura Harcourt, intuitive healer, wife and mother. Join me in my messy and wild ride to healing. Um. Welcome back. I'm here with Carrie Wicks. I'm very excited that she's back. We are going to kind of just let today go where it goes. We're going to talk about some astrology, um, things that have been going on with us. But the first thing that I want to do is kind of toss it back to you, Carrie, because you've really shifted things within your professional life. There's things moving. So I want to hear a little bit about the website and what's going on on your end.
1: Oh, yes. I'm super stoked to be back and chatting with you. Um, So I basically, I've just been updating some language on my website to make it more clear as to what I do. Um, I was using language around healing, and that just felt a little bit too arbitrary, I realized. So um, really the thing that I do with folks is I'm a coach blended with, um, like intuitive guidance meets counseling. Mm-hmm. So it, taking that and then blending that with astrology, cause not with the folks that I work with that I don't use astrology with everybody. It's with some folks, but not everybody, but, right. um, really what I do is I'm, I'm going to say it's around kind of guidance, like with intuition and emotion. So it's kind of helping guide folks with their own. Um, I'm going to say like emotional experience, journey, whatever that may be. So kind of being that guide with them in that process and helping them identify and uncover um, their emotions and emotional patterns.
0: Yeah. And I feel like what you've done is you've taken all of your clinical training, but it's giving, it's taken the bars off the windows and allowing you to fully engage with the people that you're working with. Yeah, kind of bring in all different things because we all we need all different things,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, yeah. in our journey. There's no one way with it, right?
1: Yeah, um, absolutely.
0: Before we hopped on here, Kiri and I were talking about <laughs> what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> it's just what what's going to happen today, and yeah. she starts talking. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa wait! I want to talk <laughs> about that. Um, so you started to talk about patterns and I don't know, a bunch of astrology things that I can't. (laughs) Like I just listened to Carrie talk about all the things and it's like, and like I was saying to you before we got on, I will get downloads and I know enough about astrology to know a little. Yeah. And I will get a download Um, But like, as far as navigating a chart and looking, I mean, I forget my big three all the time. I mean, like you could tell me every day and it just, just leaves. (laughs) Um, But Keri's really good at that, like understanding what's going on, you know? Um, And I don't know on your end what's going on, but this morning I channeled a post in my private collective group and it felt like. I, could, I can feel a big shift coming. I can feel that May is significant. Um, the way I was like describing it was, it's like New Year's, like how people hype up New Year's, right? Like, um, oh, we're going to, I'm going <clears> to <throat> set goals. And I'm going to, you know, do all the things. And it's like, but I feel like we're supposed to be doing that right now. Like, Setting intentions, not resolutions, but intentions and like the life you want and you know manifesting is really strong and powerful. And I just I can feel this wave coming in. It's like the build up to May, at least for me, has been a real fucking shit show. <laughs> to say the least. I feel like it has been while well, work, you know, which you know that's when all the good stuff happens. So what what's <laughs> you were talking about this transient
1: i you described it so well i love being able to talk about this stuff with you and hear how it comes to you and in your own intuition and your <laughs> downloads because i'm like wow the way you just described that is so pisces jupiter neptune like all that that transit that i was telling uh-huh. you about yeah you you just described it so well so Hey, okay, so <clears throat> that's
0: what's happening. This is really happening. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's there's yes, yes. And there's also a, a transit today that happens to be very in um, I don't want to overuse the word intense because that's uh there's don't want to overuse that. So I'll just say there's a transit happening today that I can okay. touch on. Um <clears throat> but there also was a a I'm going to call it like a long time coming transit because it's a, the trend that transit is yeah. Jupiter coming back into Pisces. Okay. So, Jupiter is ruled by both Sagittarius and Pisces. So they say in astrology, it's like Jupiter's coming back home in a sense because okay. of that. Yeah. Oh, I'm feeling so, that. Right. And, and with Jupiter coming back, it, it wasn't just coming back into Pisces, but it was meeting up with mm-hmm. um, Neptune. And so Neptune is also ruled by Pisces um, within modern astrology because uh, in ancient astrology, which I study, uh, Neptune and Pluto and Uranus are what they call like the outer planets. So they Mm -hmm. just came about in astrology later in time. Um, But Neptune and Jupiter, both being ruled by Pisces, just have that Piscean energy to them. So Mm -hmm. these planets are coming together. And also uh, Venus is coming into Pisces, too. Ooh. Venus, not not being there for as <clears throat> as long of a time because it moves faster, but all of these very Piscean, loving, big, positive, I'm going to say ov- overall positive planets are kind of coming together all at the same time in Pisces. And, and how long will that last?
0: How long, uh, how long is that? Because this <clears throat> is going to be one of the first episodes that was going to come out like recently because I knew we were going to be talking about time significant things. <laughs> yeah. Before I knew what we were talking about, I knew. Um is this going to be like like when you say they're all coming together, is this for
1: a length of time for well, I'll say a way to kind of conceptualize how long planets will be anywhere in a specific mm-hmm. sign is to think about it from like the fa- the the farther out the planet right naturally the longer or the longer it takes for that orbit. So Neptune will be in Pisces for quite some time because it's far out Mm -hmm. Jupiter will be in there the next longest and then Venus won't be in there for too long I I would have to pull up the um my astrology map to get the exact timeline but that's kind of a way you can think about it so I mean Venus won't be there for that long per se but it's Mm -hmm. kind of they're like all they all came together kind of in this like meeting space and that happened on April 12th they were all kind of there together that was like the big date
0: fascinating. So, as you're talking about this, I'm going back to all that, you know, like I said, it's been a real I, I feel like January was like forcing me to see. Mm. February was dealing with the, the <clears throat> fallout of what I was seeing. And then <clears throat> March was like all the feels. <laughs> like mm-hmm. forcing me then to to heal and really look at my triggers and all that stuff. And then I am telling you April hit and i started to at the end of March i was getting such a a push to resolve those feelings that were drudged up at the beginning of the year like anger uh you know, like i had a lot of people deceive me a lot of like hurt things i had to work through and then at the i could feel it coming and so at the end of March i i tend to feel things you know in those shadowy periods so like the kind of free like before it gets there i start to kind of feel it slowly coming in and like you're talking about these loving energies and i just kept feeling like to heal i have to forgive and let go with love and understanding everything that was repeating in my head was you have to do it with love and understanding mm-hmm. and so you you have to get to a place where you're just seeing everybody as human beings on their own human experience and, yeah. you know, going back to like the four agreements where it's like, you know, don't take anything personal. And then really just instead of like pointing fingers outward, it was leading me inward and was like, well, you get to be in charge of what's affecting you, you know, what's triggering you. And I was just talking to my good friend, Melanie, this morning on the phone. And I was like, gosh, I feel like this wave of calm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Has yeah. come over me. It like, I'm in a place of peace again. And I know that will only last for so long. Right. Cause there's always more work to be done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But exactly. damn, it
0: feels good after,
1: <laughs> <laughs> after, after the, <laughs> yeah. the beginning of the year was. Yeah. It, and that's exactly how my, um, I'm going to call my astrology professor guru mentor. Right. He, yeah he, we had a lot of transits <clears throat> happening that were very Saturn and Pluto based, which are those shadow elements show up with those mm-hmm. planets. So, I mean, everything you're, you're explaining there is exactly the kind of energy that we were going through. And we were under a lot of Saturn transits, not even just for the past like year, but like two years, which are, Mm -hmm. really intense like that's a lot that's um that's some hard energy to kind of go through um so with jupiter coming in and jupiter is all about love and forgiveness like it's the the planet of abundance understanding wholeness oneness so it's it's yeah that's yeah
0: i'm done being angry Uh, it feels good to not be angry anymore yeah yeah thank you jupiter
1: I'm a thank you, Jupiter. I would say I'm a big Jupiter fan. I'm a big uh my chart I'm a Jupiter ruled chart. So I'm a Pisces rising. So that means my chart is kind of ruled by Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Right? And for one of your big three, you're the cancer rising, so you're ruled by the moon. Right. Which, that that makes sense. Right. Very <laughs> like that emotion and two intuition, strong yeah. intuition. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, the yeah. moon
0: really is my guide. That makes sense. Yeah. See, and I forget that. You've probably told me like even the cancer, it's like, I can't retain these things. That's why I need Carrie around just to help me. uh, I'm here for it. (laughs) Recall the chart things. Um, Yeah. Oh, that's wild. It's so wild that like for me to wake up this morning, it was just like, like, just so clear. And every once in a while I'll get like a message like that. And I'm like, I know that this is for other people to hear, you know, cause then yeah. people will read that and go, ah, that's yeah. why I've been feeling, you know, it helps us feel less alone.
1: Astrology yeah. is this thing that helps us feel seen. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That, I mean, that's a huge part of why I loved it so much or how I got into it yeah. in the first place was it, it made me not feel crazy. Really? Yeah made me not feel crazy. It gave me language to help make meaning and understanding of things in my life that I just had a really difficult time wrapping my head around and making meaning of.
0: You know? Yeah, because the three-dimensional world doesn't connect with that. But when you are very much so you know, on this spiritual journey, I mean, how long does it take for us in our life to connect with these types of things where you just go, oh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, You know, it's, it's, it's wild.
1: Yeah, Um, absolutely.
0: And before we have done two, so you brought up patterns, Mm -hmm. emotional patterns. (laughs) Um, I felt that to my core. (laughs) (laughs) That is something. So in all of these things that I really had to work on healing, the thing that, that I had to really focus the most on were these unhealthy patterns that I continue to enter into Mm -hmm. in certain relationships. And um, you know, for me, it's never romantic. I I talk about this all the time on here, romantic relationships. I never enter toxic romantic relationships because for whatever reason, when it comes to men, I'm just like, listen, (laughs) (laughs) like, This is the way it is. I demand respect, all these things. But then you throw me in friendships and other relationships, and it's like I'm not even the same person. Mm -hmm. I go so above and beyond, you know, so people don't leave. So it's just really interesting that you were bringing up, you know, looking at patterns and stuff because I feel like that has been the biggest focus for me of 2022 so far.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Recognizing it and then having to break those terrible habits.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, what I appreciate even like what what you acknowledge there too around the your pattern is that it, it can change context to context, right? Like one yeah. pattern does not define our behavior or how we show up in a relationship, like across the board, like we're, we are so complicated as people. Yes.
0: It's like where I'm confident and strong in one area, then it's like you take, it's almost an, I, it's almost the same. It's just um, the dynamic, that little dynamic shift is all it takes for me to go back to being that abandoned five-year-old girl. Who's just like, love me. Don't leave me. I will do anything. You know, it's like, I'm doing the same thing. I tried to do, to keep my dad around, and I'm yeah. I'm seeing that. Um, as a 41-year-old adult, <laughs> that yeah. in those moments, that's not the 41-year-old Laura, yeah, that's the five-year-old. Yeah. Whew. Where I'm just like, you know, and then reflecting and going, I thought I did this work. <laughs> yes, yep. And then being so humbled by the universe mm-hmm. and, and just knowing that, you know, I think that's probably something I'm going to have to constantly have mirrored back to me. Um, You know, maybe I'll get to a place where, I mean, it's, it gets better.
1: I'm really glad that you said that because you actually just highlighted something for me about astrology again, that, that just like illuminated really Mm -hmm. brightly. And that's the notion of how again not modern astrology because modern astrology is very much can be connotated with um, uh, I'm going to say like basic psychology and Mm -hmm. and the notion of like free will and that there's positivity no matter where you look but in ancient astrology they really kind of go along these they go on the principles that we are spiritual beings like being reincarnated life after life kind of carrying with us this different kind of set of karma based on our experiences so when we come into this life, we're going to have these patterns that we deal with, right? And we may never actually, they may never go away completely, right? Right. And so based on the planets, which they called uh, grahas, to be grabbed, kind of like you're grabbed by this planet, grabbed by this pattern, Mm -hmm. that that's kind of something that you can expect to almost like this might be something that you wrestle with, like throughout your lifetime, right? And like you yeah. said, like it doesn't stay the same. Like we evolve, we grow through it, we kind of we learn and we heal as we go. But like you said, maybe it's just this is going to be something that that mirror keeps showing up throughout my lifetime, and that's maybe part of the purpose. What the whatever my soul was kind of like coming into in this lifetime yeah. was. This is something <clears throat> that you're going to live with and face with. And next time around, next, next trip around this rock, right? Maybe that's you know, (laughs) please don't fucking send me back here. Yeah. I have that conversation. Stop sending me back. All the time. Like any, just I'll go. What do I got to do?
0: What do I have to do to (laughs) not come back again?
1: Keep putting out podcasts and teaching the past. I guess. I don't know. Something. (laughs) Don't fucking send me back here. Um, no, I do love that though. Cause it is,
0: it's like the things, and I don't know if you see this. I see this a lot with clients where they'll beat themselves up because, you know, people want to be leaps and bounds. So they'll be like, they focus on all the places that they're not yet. And I'm like, yeah. look at how far you've come. Or like in my case, when I look at that, it's like, well, I could feel bad that I've, you know, still didn't learn that lesson. Or I can look at it like, I recognize it this time and I recognized it sooner Mm -hmm. than I have in the past. So where I would have stayed in certain relationships just till the end of fucking time, (laughs) because Mm -hmm. why, why stir anything up? Um, You know, like I'm recognizing these things. And that's why I try and tell my clients a lot too. look at the work you've done. You know, that means something. Because yeah. we're never going to get to a state of existence where there's no work to be done. That's,
1: exactly. we <laughs> There's always be work here.
0: to do, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's there's right. There's still work to do all the time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like those, those patterns that come up. And when you, when you begin to like, really evaluate them, mm-hmm. you can go so far back and be like, oh, and oh look at this relationship and oh this one had some similarity like you you know they start to kind of string together
1: yeah yeah and actually as we were talking about this something came up for me that you shared before and it was something in the the context of when you're kind of crossing somebody's path Mm -hmm. And and you said to me once I, I think we were talking around kind of uh, protecting your energy, like how to protect your energy right. from certain people and asking the question, like, is this, is this for me? I think that's how you phrase yeah. it. Yeah. Is, is it, it is this mine? I always tell people, this mine. Mine. is this mine? Yes. Yeah. And that this, this notion around mirroring and patterns just making me think about that and thinking about when we come across maybe those patterns and we notice it and maybe it's like with a stranger, maybe it's with somebody that we know, maybe it's with like a new colleague or something, right. could be like anybody. A a question that I think about in reflecting to perhaps I'm thinking about like detaching from the pattern a little bit, detaching from whether the the energy can kind of like consume us and take a hold of us. Definitely. To sit with it and kind of ask like ourselves, could this be, something within our karmic pattern that was meant to happen right yeah. to be balanced out right because yeah. my professor who talks about that a lot he talks about understanding our karma and understanding our relationships and that there may be people in this world that we cross paths with that we we have car- karma to balance out so maybe yeah. we are here to be extra kind or a little bit more compromising in one way, right? Because there's something that has to be balanced out there. And then maybe we're meant to receive something that feels uncomfortable in a different setting, right? Because there's a balancing out that's trying to, to happen. So there could be like a tension point there. Um, It could be many things, right? So that, that reflection kind of came up to me and I was thinking about that. I'm seeing the
0: yin and yang is what I'm seeing like floating and, and what a powerful thing to think about that we often forget when we're in the uncomfortable, right? So in the uncomfortable part you were talking about, because we forget the whole human experience is fucking uncomfortable.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but thinking about how we like to go into that victim mindset, there's always like a villain and what's being done to us. But it's like, if you think about they're on their soul's journey too. And so we forget that you know sometimes we have to play that polar opposite side of of whatever they you know are experiencing whatever their karmic play out is or their their journey and yeah. it's powerful when you think of that though and i feel like that is part of what i needed what i did when i was going through a lot of what i was going through last month
1: mm-hmm.
0: was when you think about like if somebody does something to you that hurts you, whether they intended it to be hurtful or not. You know, there's some things are intentional, some things are not intentional. For me, it's always looking at that mirror, which is a lot of that yin-yang that you're like referring to. When I think of it, like, well, I've been the person that has been giving the hurt before, Mm -hmm. right? You know, like that we've all been on one one side of the energy, (laughs) Yeah. It, everything's energy. So like, you know, even what you're referring to, how people come in and people come out, um, you're on one end or the other of that. You're either giving or receiving. And, and so rare, if you really reflect, are things
1: really balanced? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, I am finding recently, I think I'm really feeling how difficult that balance truly is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how, perhaps out of touch I was with that balance, and not recognizing it, and being too kind of consumed with uh, whether it, it was pain or outside energy that I just wasn't kind of cognizant of. Right? Like, is yeah. like is this my is this my shadow or is this somebody else's shadow I'm kind of taking on and not even recognizing that I'm holding it and carrying it, and then how am I? Then how am I responding to the world in other ways? Because I'm picking up on this other energy that actually doesn't belong to me.
0: And and responding in other ways. What you just said. How is how am I taking on this energy that I don't have to give any focus of my own energy to? But I'm taking this person's. And how am I letting that affect me in how I react? Yeah. To the world. And that that right there is it. (laughs) It's that simple, but when you are caught up in the three-dimensional emotional part of this life, it can really cloud how you discern energy.
1: Yeah.
0: And for me, I've really gotten back to, I feel like I got to a place where I was just, it's just like, I'm busy. Right. And it's like between busy with work and then, um, you know, my kids are really active. Our lives are always like, go, go, go. And so I felt like I was getting a little bit into autopilot. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is part of what made me fall back into old patterns that I thought I had, which I had at one time I had kind of stepped out of. And then as I went into autopilot, I allowed myself to slip back into these same patterns. Mm -hmm. And what I'm doing now is pausing and feeling everything and listening and letting my guard down, I, you know, like my response to triggers and trauma and hurt are walls, hmm. and so it was just so clear. And my guides were like, You have to let everything in, meaning that's yours, like, feel it because it leads you to somewhere. And then when I sat with it, I was like, Okay, this. Relationship doesn't feel good anymore. This is that you know, and then you can sit and kind of discern, di, you know, discern that energy. Um, but it's it's hard when you're swept up in it. It reminds me of a wave. Like when I get swept up in it, it is just tumbling me. I don't know what's up, what's down. All I know is I'm just super pissed off and angry, and everybody's paying for that, and that's not good. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like, I think that that is such a powerful thing to think about. How am I allowing somebody else's energy affect how I,
1: what I'm putting
0: out into the world?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You were, something else came up to me, for me too, when you were sharing that, Laura, you were saying like, for me, my walls go up mm-hmm. and that happens and I'm, my mind is going to a couple different places, and I'm going to say, I'll try to articulate this to hopefully it makes sense, but to be a person who, let's say, the defense is that the walls go up, Mm -hmm. but let's say also a person who is very intuitive and has a strong protection mechanism, right, like that, not going to get in or out, right, there's something there, and I'm, I'm thinking in particular about the Scorpio energy that you have in your chart. Mm-hmm. Right? And in the archetype there, and how you know the scorpion energy, there's a lot of into strong intuition there, but we all know like the what the scorpion is, it has its shell, it protects itself very fiercely, right? Yes. So there's there's something there that I'm gonna say, okay, that's the um, that's what's necessary for the energy. It's it has its necessary things that it has in order to protect itself, right? Mm-hmm. So I like to highlight that because it's like not good nor bad. It's like that recognizing like when that part shows up um, and how and when it shows up and like for who and what and why and whatever. Right. But that it's, it's not, it's not this labeled bad thing. And that's, I think why I love astrology so much is because it helps you understand like, okay, maybe I have this pattern, but also I can understand that part of it's kind of inherent in my makeup and it serves a purpose. So, like, how do I, yes. you know, connect deeper to that purpose and remind myself, like, it's not. A, I don't need to get rid of this part. I just you understand need to be it balanced. Deeper.
0: right? Yeah. Like for exactly. me, I
1: do. I do need. Oh, all, so much
0: protection just to exist in this world. I mean, like, for my mental health, I have to remain protected from a lot of energy. So I'm always walking this fine line between what gets to come in, what doesn't, uh, you know, I'm, we've talked so much about, like, I'm so hypervigilant about protecting from energy. Cause I feel like a good deal of decades of suffering for me was lack of protection
1: mm-hmm.
0: for me. I think I have to have protection, but when I start to shut everyone off in a very frigid manner is when I need to pay attention, um, like emotionally. So, for me, it's more like energetic protection. But if I'm not careful, I can retreat to a place of I don't want to feel anything. Mm-hmm. Equivalent to like what a drug addict would do, you know, mm-hmm. to close those things out. Okay, I'm going to numb. I'm going to like numb all these things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's always a balance. But it's just so interesting. <laughs> Whenever you start talking about my. Char in the astrology part, I mean, I'm always just like, yeah, again, I feel so seen. Yeah, it's (laughs) Scorpio. I feel like as a Scorpio, I'm so misunderstood so often. Less now, um, because I've allowed myself to be vulnerable, which is also, again, we talk about that balance. Yeah. So when I started showing up. Those parts of me and tapping more into the that femininity, uh, you know, to balance out my more masculine energy, Mm -hmm. I'm more understood now. Because when I withhold the vulnerability and you just get my energy as is, it can be a little terrifying. (laughs) It's a little little frightening.
1: It's yeah, because there's it's a balance, right? And there's balance. And as human beings, if we're just feeling and not like putting words and understanding the complexity of it. Right. It's just, it's just (laughs) a feeling, right. It's not, you always say in, it's a very common, um, phrase in, in, in clinical mental health. Feelings aren't facts. Feelings aren't facts. It's a very like commonly phrased things, right. but it's also true, right? It's feelings are not facts, but they're no. po- it's powerful information. It's really powerful yes. information. Right. But the more we don't want, we want to lean into it so we can understand it more and not be yeah. afraid of it. Right. Cause it's feelings are like the crumbs. They're like the crumbs
0: on the trail that should be leading you to the bigger thing. But instead we're just like, Give me the whole fucking cookie. Like, I just want to sit with my fucking feeling crumbs and not go to... You know, it's like, well, you got to go beyond... You got to go beyond
1: the feelings. Right. Or we think that those crumbs are messy, right? Like, ooh, emotions yeah. are messy. Yeah. Like, oh, there's yeah. something Let's to be scared of. Up. Right? It's like,
0: no. Yeah, it's, it's ta- you got to go beyond it because it's the part after it.
1: I tell That's my clients that all the messy. time.
0: Let your... Whatever feeling that you're stuck in, let it show you where you need to do the work. It will always lead you there. It will always lead you right back. Yep. I mean, I'm feeling super triggered. I'm like, well, okay, this is a me problem because I can't change whoever's triggering me. I can't make them behave differently, but I sure can look at that and go, okay, well, why, why is this bothering me? Yeah. Why am I feeding so much energy into this thing that I'm saying I don't like? yeah, yep, yeah, you know, it's like yeah. okay, well, let's look at this, but I feel like that's the hardest part is finding yeah. your own accountability in the stuff that you don't like,
1: oh my God, it's incredibly hard it's so it it's it's so hard, and I, and that, and that is a part that's so important to me with my work that I do is being able to hold space where. We're not inundated with the shame. Yes. Of it, right? Because there can be so much shame, even around like the word accountability can be a really hard word to even hold, because of the way that we've used it over time and in society, different contexts, and even the way we can weaponize it to each other. You need to be held accountable. You, you know, this like very polarized energy that we we live in, versus seeing accountability as love, seeing it as like a, a tenderness, right? and and a way to like be in healing but it can be really scary if it
0: it is well and it well what it does is forces you to stop pointing the finger somewhere else because you can you 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 all day long and that that will get you nowhere right (laughs) because you can't make somebody show up in any different way than the way they're going to But like, for me, I can feel, I always, it's like that angry teen inside of me. And when I start to go to that place, like you and she and they, and, you know, go on this, this rampage of something. But then it's like, when I sit with it and say, okay, well, why am I allowing my energy to go to this thing? Mm -hmm. Because if I view anything as energy, I can look at it and say, well, I have the power to dissolve this on my end. I can sever this. Or I can choose to continue in those old patterns like we've been talking about and continue to play the tennis game where we just bounce it back and forth and back and forth until, I don't know, one of us keels over. It can go on forever. (laughs) But around. the second, and this is something I did recently. So I had people, I mean, doing a lot of, there's a lot of gossiping, a lot of un, untrue things being said. Um, I had like a situation happening here and on my end, I wasn't talking about it because I wasn't going to give it energy. But what I was getting fed into is people coming to me, did you see so-and-so did this? Oh, and so-and-so saying this about you and so-and-so is doing this. And it got to the plate. I started to, right, put my energy into it. And the more I poured into it, the bigger it grew mm-hmm. until um, I, like, I had, a, well, my guides. I don't think I could take credit for that. We're like, enough. <laughs> yeah. You're putting energy into this thing that does not, is so insignificant. It's distracting you from what you're here to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we need to do this. So I gave myself Reiki. Um, they made me face each person that, uh, like were saying really hurtful, awful things. And so I would bring them to the forefront while I was raking myself and I had to sit with that person with love and understanding until I dissolved the energy until I could just let it go. And there were a couple in there and it was quick. Like a, the first couple were quick people because it wasn't a very significant like they weren't very significant in my life. And then the other, there was like three of them and I had to sit there. And as I'm facing them, I am like the tears. I I mean, I was sitting on my Reiki table, Reiki myself, Mm -hmm. picturing these people. And I had no idea that those emotions were even in me. I mean, I didn't feel sad. I didn't, I mean, I felt anger, and as I was like sending them love and under, I kept saying, I forgive you. And I'm sending you love and understanding. And all of a sudden it was like, Whoa. it's wow. like the dam broke. And, you know, those took a little longer. And then afterwards, um, again, how, how I'm talking about, you get to take things in your own hands. I said, I'm not going to give it energy when somebody brings that, those things up to him to say, um, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. And I've done that going forward. And guess what? Those conversations aren't happening anymore because my energy shifted and people aren't even, even if they're not aware of it, they're not bringing those things to me. Mm -hmm. And I just Mm -hmm. came to it then with a place where I was like, I can either stay angry or I can change the energy and sever ties with those things and cut the cords and then just decide they get to say whatever they want. And I'm not in control of that. And I'm also not in control of any truth that people believe. And there's going to, for every five people that like me, there's always going to be another however many that don't. And so just sitting with those things, but it was such a powerful reminder that I'm not in control of anything but me. And when you remember that, it simplifies everything.
1: Mm -hmm. But it's
0: so easy to get swept up in that current of the, I mean I was like down the rabbit hole man. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It's and there's like a million reasons why too that we can get hooked on it and hooked oh, by yeah. it and go and just go It fuels
0: you. I feel like when you get into that energy, especially if you worked to like we've all worked to get out of a place. Like for me it's almost like um returning to the thing that used to kind of be my adrenaline.
1: Right. Yeah. You know that
0: like a cause, so, something to be mad about, some, you know? And I was like, but this doesn't feel good. Yeah. It's like a drug. It's, it's, a, it it's, is. A yeah, and it's hard to get out of. I mean, I feel like, I mean, I was in it,
1: in it pretty deep. Yeah. There was, the, you reminded reminding me of, of an, another podcast that I listened mm-hmm. to with my astrology mentor. And he, he was talking about our relationship to power. And how this, I'm going to say when we're not cognizant of our relationship to power, how it can kind of suck us in and go, he used the word eroding, which I like that. I like how he used that Ooh, word, like, an, I do it, like it, that. how it erodes things in our life. It kind of becomes yes. this, the toxicity of it. Just right? It just, it, yeah, exactly. And and he was saying it's like when we become, there's like this balance of when we become conscious of our power, right, through spirit and what we're capable of, we can, it, we have to be careful not to get kind of swept up in that toxicity, right? Because it can yes. be confusing the way it feels. Like, just like it can, that, how you were saying, like when we get hooked in these ways, right, in these conversations Mm -hmm. around um, when people are talking badly about us or if it's like a hot topic, right, Mm -hmm. it's not, it may not be necessarily about our power per se, but there's power present, right, so how are we engaging with that power in a way where we find ourselves getting hooked, because in a way it is intoxicating, right, because I'm going to say kind of in a screwy way, It reminds us that there's something more powerful than us, which is the point, right? There is something more powerful than us. They're interdimensional, spirit, God, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. So if we're not careful of how we're connected to that power, how we use that power, how we understand that power, we can get tripped up and it can look like a lot of different ways that end up not serving us. Yeah. Do you think that's like the ego or like just... I think it's a big part of it, and and because we all have it, right? We all have oh, it. Yeah, ego. we not, all do. You no know, definition of being a human being. So it's like, mm-hmm. but then I think that brings us back to the balance conversation of we have to. It's accepting that we all have ego. We all have shadow parts, right? I, For sure. You know, so just allowing ourselves to to be fully human, to be these fully spiritual beings, and.
0: And I'm seeing like, so as you're talking about this, what got me was you were saying like, there's a power in the knowledge when you connect to spirituality, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have this other power that you can connect to that is more the ego, more the three-dimensional, which when balanced is, I mean, we need it. It propels Mm -hmm. us. It fuels us. Sometimes it dips down, sometimes up. But what right. was interesting to me is, okay, so these two things need to be balanced, but within each of those, there's a balance as well, because how many you know people do you know that do get the spiritual knowledge that then harness that in a way that isn't balanced? Mm-hmm. you know that's like I'm the keeper right, you know, like of this thing that's for everyone, yeah, but it was interesting because it's like these two things need to be balanced, both the power which within spirituality and the power in our three dimensional life. And then each of those have their own balancing. It's just so interesting that this conversation has, it, it's like a battery. It's like, you know, you think of those, yeah. you know, the positive, the negative and all of that. And it, I mean, really isn't the human experience just one big dance of balancing those things <laughs> in all the different areas. I mean, it could make your head spin really, if you start yeah. thinking about all of those places, but. Which yeah, does power. Yeah. My and head, I think I your in your perspective of what power is, you know, to somebody power is money and right. somebody else power is notoriety or there's like a thousand different things that that could be more than that. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it's like everything's being filtered through this lens and yeah. everybody's got a different lens. And that's why, you know the human experience is rough
1: <laughs> it's, it's rough and it's a trip and it, it but beautiful there's moments of beauty. yeah it's it's the like the diving into the chaos of it and like embracing it is where yeah I think I found the most elements of like beauty and then then also like trying to have containment too which is hard <laughs> it's hard But when you
0: find a tribe of people that you can have conversations like this with, I feel like if you're listening to this, you have to open yourself up for like a a community or a group of people. Seek people out where you can say the weird shit that will no longer be weird. I mean, I'm to the point now where it's weird for me, people that don't sort of understand some of this. I mean, I have a lot of people in my life that don't get all of it, but it's like, for the most part, I mean this shit just flies out of my mouth now yeah. nothing's too weird for me anymore this feels normal this yeah. is a beautiful yeah. place to be in
1: yeah like
0: if you don't think this is normal just don't enter the conversation with me go have a different yeah. conversation and that's fine
1: yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah because it's I mean it's it saves my life I mean I couldn't I couldn't do this work without it it would be. It would be a very lonely and really hard place to do. Yeah, I don't think I've
0: ever felt. I don't think I've ever been living like I am now. I mean, this is living. Yeah, I think mm. I survived a solid thirty-five years.
1: Yes, <laughs> I survived, yeah. but I
0: was not living. Yeah, yeah, I. And it's like thing. all those parts that got me to here were necessary, though, for this this chapter, like this section. And it feels, I don't, I don't know what's to come for the rest of the year, but I just know I can feel May coming in (laughs) and, you know, I know it's not all sunshine and rainbows, but it's, I don't know. I can feel things settling a bit in a better way. I'm hoping most people are feeling that too. I'm, I'm guessing it depended on what was happening the first part of the year too
1: yeah yeah and that's that's what it says about that that jupiter neptune kind of major transit coming that it's there may not have been this like explosive epiphany of that jupiter and pisces energy yeah. that that huge thing but if anything it's almost like planning that like manifestation see that you were saying mm-hmm. that something is shifting, but, and it may feel like maybe a little challenging, but it's like all for the good, all, all for something positive. Right? It's for
0: you. Anything yeah. that's being done is for you Yeah. right now. That's what it, that's what it feels like. It's kind of like, <clears throat> I, I just always keep feeling like it's a time of us, mm. <laughs> meaning each individual, like it's the time. I have so many clients that are taking their life back. Um, just in so many ways, just whether it's leaving a job that they've been in their whole life and are just like, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, and their family's kind of like, well, what do you mean? Yeah, Like you're almost yeah. retiring. And it's like, well, because we are, we are, I think we're starting to get back to this place where we realize tomorrow is not a guarantee. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do you want to do with your today? Yeah. What's important? I I just posted the other day about that. What is important to you? And I think up until now, a lot of us answer that question with what we think is right based on the opinions of the people in our life. And I think the time of us, meaning we are going to be reflective and say, this doesn't feel good anymore, but this is what I've always wanted to do. And I'm going to try it. And people are leaping and, you know, leaving relationships and sort of like this old life behind, kind of shedding that. And I think it's beautiful. I I love watching, for me, it's watching this older generation of people, but women in particular, saying, enough is enough. I have given to every single soul I have encountered, and this is my time, and I'm going to live out Every day of the rest of my life, doing what I feel yeah. is best, and so I, I do. I think that that's a huge part of the shift in consciousness that's coming: is people living lives for themselves, and not in a narcissistic way, but in go- a good, selfish way.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. Where yeah. it's
0: like everything changes because I think when you give yourself permission to do that, you open the door for the other people you love in your life to kind of catch onto that vibe where it's like, oh Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm
1: -hmm. maybe I can do that. Yeah. It's, you know, even when I think about that notion of like this, it can be scary to be selfish because there's a lot, there's a lot of that word is thrown out a lot. Narcissist, like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a narcissist blah, 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 whatever. Well, you're a narcissist at Nar- so this. The second
0: you do something for yourself and somebody doesn't <laughs> like it. Right. I'm like, I don't you know what that <laughs> word means.
1: Uh, yeah. It's, it, it, Cause the, the irony of it is, you know, really when it comes down to a narcissist <laughs> is a person who actually lacks
0: of themselves too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Because because they they like they have no love within. There is right. such a deficit of love that because they are human, right? So every piece of them is is seeking love, right? They're seeking love, seeking safety, but when the deficit is so deep, yeah. it, it it just it's taking, right? So it's taking to like fill that void. So that's why it can be very confusing, right? For some folks yeah. to, to, you know, to like second guess, well, if I do this for myself, is that going to mean, I, am I, am I a narcissist? Am I selfish? Am I this? Am yeah. I that? It's like, well, narcissists wouldn't question any of that. <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's just like important to remember that, you know, it's loving ourselves is just so critical and also can be like the most scary and terrifying and difficult thing to do because, because we aren't we taught to do it in, In every, in the, the, the small ways, the medium ways, the big ways, there's no, there's not a lot out there that shows us. I think that's
0: changing though. I think, and I think that there's a lot of people in society that is resisting those changes where they think we're raising entitled children that are able to feel everything and whatever. It's like, well, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like I want my kids to feel whatever they feel and then understand it. Um, that can be done without being an asshole. I mean,
1: yeah.
0: Such again, it's it's balance, right? It can't be all one way or, or the other, but um okay. I I think things are shifting for the better, but I, I do think it's just like anything, it's changes hard. Yeah. The collective, there's a, a large chunk of the collective that is Struggling, and we'll continue to struggle with that new energy that's coming in. For sure, I'm ready
1: for it. I'm here for it. I'm here, I'm for, here
0: it. for it. <laughs> this has been so good. I just want to talk forever and ever and ever. Yeah, um, yeah. You're gonna come back on. We're gonna talk about a lot of things, a lot more
1: things.
0: Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Well, thanks for joining me today. I'm going to put Carrie's stuff up at the end. You'll hear I will get all of her information and the website. And um, I encourage you to reach out, book an appointment with her, see what it's all about. You can do that from anywhere. Carrie's in Boston, but you can, just like we are, we're recording on Zoom right now. So yeah.
1: Yes. It's exciting. Yeah. I could come here every day every
0: I know. day I need a carry talk once once a week I, I'm <laughs> here for it
1: I'm I absolutely. need scheduled in
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes oh all right well thank you so much for joining us you can learn more about me and the podcast at lifenofilter.com find me on instagram at laura Hilkirk and on facebook at laura Hilkirk 444 I'd love to hear from you email me at lifenofilter444 at gmail.com To learn more about Carrie, visit astrotherapy.co Music by Grace Mesa Life to Live